Tom Turbovich! Get ready for a Tommy Turbo Masterclass. Masterclass. Aimless Tuesday is here. And the boys are hard as a rock. Don't be a weak-gutted dog. Leave that for Jamin Salmon. Get, Get ready, ready for, for the, the best, best super coach, coach show on the, the planet. planet. It's so good, it's better than Lego. You're now listening to the Super Coach Experience Podcast. Here's your host, Brandon Savage. Brandon Savage. Hello and welcome back to the Supercoach Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Savage, the coach of the Jamin Salmons. And as you heard in that intro, the boys are hard as a rock. Well, it couldn't be far more from the truth. I think I'm as soft as I have ever been. Joined with me today is the 2021 Supercoach Champion, which seems like it was a long time ago now. Timmy Moody, how are you, Timmy? Yeah, I guess we can always measure how long ago it was based on the age of your daughter and her... That's true. Uh, blossom uh, into life. Um, yeah, uh, good week for me though. Fourteen twenty six sucks that there wasn't a great deal on the line to be able to take that fourteen twenty six uh, to use. Um, yeah, I, I mean, a life, you know, like a a head to head where it's the second tier of like that bottom eight playing for yeah the finals. Yeah, yeah. And, and you've got cash. Riding on it as yeah, well. Yeah, so well, the, the funny thing is, is I can only win my buy-in back, which is 300 bucks, which is ends up still only being, if I win that back, that's only 10% of my uh, initial of buy-in for the yeah. year. So, bit grim. Yeah, interesting. Well, um, I scored 12.57. Uh, yeah, pretty shit week. And it came to Sunday and I was, um, I, I wanted someone exciting to play and I could only really have a second role come in. I was going to, I was going to go Marju to Campbell Graham because I just felt it was a bit risky. I got in. I used my last trade on Jacob Preston, Tards, and Young. Uh, I was just trying to, you know, just just try something, get a better score. It, it wasn't to be, but I got in. At least you few, didn't sell Marju, though. Yeah, exactly. I still got in a few cashies with twelve fifty-seven. So I'm I'm on top of the world at the moment. Yeah, no need to rub it in, mate. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's absolute carnage. TLT has just hit, and obviously a lot of popular players are out. And I guess we're going to talk a bit about that. Firstly, Ruben Garrick. Mm. News uh, dropped today that he's out this week and potentially next week. He's someone I would have looked at potentially getting in as a high upside center wing or with all these fullbacks just out at the moment, I, I would have even considered selling a Teddy or Latrell team considering he's got the Bulldogs this week and he's got uh, he's got a pretty easy matchup next week in the Tigers. So... He's that's a massive blow. Yeah, with I mean, with a few of these players that are out, it's starting to impact some sides more than others. I've sort of not been touched by it too much. Only really, Teddy's gone down for me. Um, but yeah, that kind of threw me. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that's fine. Just testing the audio. Yeah, you, no, mate. that's all good. Sav's just doing live tests on the, as we go. Um, yeah, I, I think though. Some teams are going to like really, really cop it, and they're not going to have trades, and that's going to be kind of beneficial to the you know teams that have depth or have trades up their sleeve or haven't been hit by the carnage to sort of make up a bit of ranks there. So I'll, fingers crossed. I'll tell you what as well, like people even with trades are going to struggle just because that there are so many popular players out. 
uh, Jackson Ford has been benched as well. So even a lot of people have him on their pine as depth. You can't really use him mm-hmm. uh, if he's coming off the bench. So it's absolute carnage. And even if you've got two trades, you might still be in a bit of trouble. Uh, are you fielding 17? Yeah, I've got like 19 green lights. So I'm pretty chuffed. I've had no trades for about a month. So it's... I've held on pretty good, and I've got no depth really yeah. as well. It's like I don't have much backup. The guys that are going out each week are usually the guys, yeah. and I've got two backup. I have no trades left as of Sunday, um, and I've got Teddy out this week. I've also got Ford on the bench. I've got Moses out, Cody Walker out, but I'm hoping most of these guys, barring Moses, will be back in yeah. round 27. So that's where I'm a bit blessed. I sort of – Sold off all my bunnies just in case I did make these head-to-head finals, and which I didn't. Um, pretty happy. Pretty happy with it. Yeah, I'm in a good spot because of the other carnage well, now. Well, I can you, you got in Dallin and Chance, yeah. and on the weekend, Chance Dallin, come back, which didn't look like he was going to come back. Nah. after. Like A lot of people were offloading him, which is fair game after all the other HIAs that you know have happened recently where people have had to miss the season. And even Cody Walker, you sold. When they've had three or more, I should say. Even Cody Walker, you sold, which, I mean... He was someone I was considering selling on the weekend, but I just thought the Rabbitohs would come out and do something. Like, you know that meme of the Simpsons character with the stick? Well, we were talking about this. I actually thought the Knights would be up for this one. I didn't think they were going to win. I thought they could win. I favoured the Bunnies. I just thought with, like, everything at stake, they kind of needed it a bit more. I thought they've probably got a bit more big game experience. A few, a few extra big game players, but That's it. yeah, it didn't happen for him. All right, um, just moving on. Uh, we've got a comment here on the Facebook. Absolute carnage. It is pretty carnage, but I feel like it's just because it's a few popular players. Like, oh, if yeah. you plan for this period, you should be okay. Finals time as well, though. It's like head-to-head finals. It's yeah, it's a, it is annoying, especially if, if you do have no trade. And it can co- like if you've got say Teddy and Latrell. You're in all sorts. Yeah. And there's and other combinations. There, there, where are, be- there are people that do. Teddy, he was on fire on the weekend, finally repaid the faith. Mm. That sucks that he's gone down, but it's nice to get a little something-something from Would him. Would have been nice to have him this week, but uh, we'll talk through it. Uh, I want to talk on some topics. Obviously, a lot of people know trade, so if you are listening, you are a hardcore super coach, and we really appreciate you. Um, but... Supercoach, I want to bring a scenario across to you and you got to tell me what you prefer. So I did ask you in the car earlier. You got had some time to think about it, but would you prefer to be, you know, around that top 100 all year and pretty much by the end of the year fall off because you made certain choices that just haven't gone your way? Or would you prefer to be coasting along at about 1,000 all year and then finish like 500th? Five hundredth in. Like, how much the last is the fall weeks? off when you say you've been in the top hundred for all that time? How much is the fall off? Like two thousandth maximum, maximum yeah. way back. Well, I reckon it's it, it's an individual approach. Uh, yeah, like if you if I'd never made the top thousand or something before, I'd really want to just have that top five hundred finish where yep. you've that second scenario where I've sort of come home strong, had a been out of the mix all year, but I've sort of just mm. got to five hundred. That'd feel like a nice achievement because you gradually build and you've got to as good as where you you know 
pretty much could for that season. And then you think, oh, I've just got to make a couple extra better choices next year yeah. and improve on that. Yeah. But then from the same scenario, I, I think like you kind of want to be around the mix and know that you can get that high up to make the plays to potentially have – you know, giving you a chance to win and it, the chances that you may have made to fall out and drop to 2,000 in that scenario you're speaking about, you know, could have gone your way and could have been the difference between you. you know. Yeah, yeah. well, the reason I ask this is because obviously all season I've been ranked pretty well and I've fallen off massively this last two weeks and it's not by... It's not by not having depth or anything because I've had depth. I've just I've just picked the wrong players. Like, I haven't mm. prioritised getting in for feeder, ponga, etc. But... I haven't got back in Hines as well, so that's hurt me as well. I the the reason I ask this is because I'm I'm still quite happy with how I've played it and yeah. how I've approached the season. I think if I looked back on this season, yeah, I would change a few things. Maybe use a trade less or two during that buy period yeah, to make sure, sure I was would, able yeah. to get this uh, get you know a Fafita back in or or a Hines back mm-hmm. in because I think that would put me on a level playing field with everyone else, but. I don't regret it because I, I really feel like you do need to get on top early and you do need to capitalise because look at these guys up the top. They dominated early and they just went on with it. I don't think you can make a play from outside the top, you know, 5,000 after after 15 rounds. I think Timmy Williams, when he came second, had that approach where yeah. he was kind of... He, he, yeah, he did do that. And then he was, it yeah. was just like just weeks after weeks, but... I think there's you, there's definitely you could do it both ways. Yeah. I think you'd feel more maybe you might have more confidence in yourself if you're around the mix closer and you know for the whole time. But yeah, I reckon the most important thing I guess is where you actually if you're an overall player where you actually finish is the the end result. That's the goal. Yeah. So I think that's ultimately most important. Yeah. But yeah, there's definitely no shame in like. You know, being up and around the mix and then dropping off because you've gone hard. You know it's, what I mean? It's kind of like oh, I might say I, I, guilty. <laughs> I, I was I, I just went way too hard early. Yeah, <laughs> well, uh, like, no, I've had a bad it's, year, it's but not I was a, up there at one point. It's not all doom and gloom. Like I'm fifteen hundredth at the moment, it's just because I started so well. It seems disappointing. Like it seems like a disappointing finish. You've got I high think, standards as well. So uh, yeah. for other people that are listening and sitting there thinking, "Oh, this guy's in fifteen hundredth and he's beating himself up," you know, yeah, it's you know. You've played yeah, for a and, long and time exactly. and you've I, I, spent the, a lot of time. And The last two weeks I've made just shit decisions because like overall is out the window yeah. for me because I don't care if I make the top 1,000. I ranked 69th last year, so I'm just like, all right, I've got to take a d- different approach this year to try and go that step further. Um, it hasn't worked out. It's gone the other way this year. but Yeah, you've got to try things and yeah. then you can adjust and learn from this and take a little bit of an experience from last year, a little bit of experience from this year, try and mould those together. and That's it. And, like, the first year of all these buys, all these buy rounds, I think myself, I'll only learn from it. But that being said, a lot of other people are going to learn from it. So the, the playing field is going to be harder. Um, and don't forget, like, pe- more people are playing seriously as well. Like more oh, it's awesome though. The better year. the competition. The yeah, it's very good. Um, very annoying though because it, it's it's hard to push for them green arrows. I also think pushing for a a strong start at the start of the year, it, it's got to be the right moves as well. I don't think every year it can fall into place for you to be able to go these pod moves. So uh, one move that helped me early in the season was when Reese Walsh was going off. Mm. 
I didn't get him. I got in Latrell, and like I was hurting from not having Reese Walsh. But then I captain Latrell one week and went up in rankings. And no, no one had Latrell for the period I had him. And but that opportunity was there to take. It might not be there every like like yeah. that point of the season or the point you want to strike. So I think you've really got to be calculated with it because I thought coming into the back end of the season, not force things, yeah, play eyes up, super coach, but sort of not. Yeah, force plays that aren't on. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And I was um, I was coming into the back end of the season pretty happy with my rank and just thought, okay, I'll coast, I'll coast week in, week out and just try and strike little weeks here and there. Yeah. Aim for a top 50 finish and that was the death of me. I think you've still got to – you've got to attack every point of the year. Your hand keeps going in front of the camera, bro. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got paycheck on YouTube. Was ranked 15k last year, but listening to your podcast, I'm currently ranked 3,000. Your content and calls have helped me a lot this year. Keep up the good work. Nice. Well, we got a shout out from the Dreamboat that um, works here at DM. Yeah. Um, he said he's in the grand final for his uh, Christmas for his family league. So yeah, puts it down to a bit uh, of the help that we've. Uh, I, I can't lie. A- anytime I see, we've got a few cashies for the Supercoach Experience page. And every time I see someone with AFB in that page, in one of them leagues that we're versing, I just think, okay, you, you listen to the podcast, don't yeah, you? Yeah, <laughs> like, like, because he was such a... Niche. He was a bit niche he, at the time. He, he was very niche, but like, you, you can't fault him as a purchase. Like, I can't believe he was so not a thing that anyone was considering at the time and then just came... Like, especially when he's got the pedigree. Like, he's yeah. been a good... I'm confident in saying that I'll never get a call like that ever again because it was just so, like... So weird. Because it well, you're tossing up between him, Hamignoli, at a price point to try and fund something else. Yeah. And it was just... The fact that he turned into a gun for you was yeah, amazing. It was amazing. a happy... Like a, like a happy mistake, I guess. Yeah, and we can't... Uh, like I was always planning on telling him, but we can't talk about that every week because I feel like I just keep bringing it up every week cause just because I, I can't believe it. Like yeah, yeah, it, it's just on. how lucky you can get sometimes. And uh, a decision like that probably helped me get to the rank I, I did get to at the start of the season. And oh, well, you had you killed it with the, the props because you had Payne Haas and then Payne Haas you went on AFB. to AFB that was also then yeah. killing it as well. He was so. bottomed out. At that point too, yeah. you know that week I bought him. He scored a try. I scored ninety points. He lost money that week. Mm. Like that's how that's how grim it was getting for him. And just since then, seven hundred k. But Timmy, there are some more outs in the team list. Tedesco, um, Tedesco, Latrell, and all the bunnies players are out. Obviously, a bit bit of carnage. Schuster dropped. What? <laughs> What's your, like, obviously, yourself, you're not in many head-to-heads that really matter yep. at the moment. But if you're someone who there's a lot on the line, you've got maybe one trade left, who, who are you thinking about with these sorts of options? Mm. A lot of people do have Teddy and Latrell. So go there first. What, what, what's the best option for you? Personally, I would have considered Garrick. Yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe. Oh, it's tough because I haven't really been thinking about it. Well, the thing that we were talking about in the car, I want to sort of bring up, is Pappy. What's the deal with him? He's named on the extended bench. 
and we have Melbourne are kind of late in the round. No, he plays quite early. I think it's like the fourth game. Okay, I thought it was sort of middle to late, but um, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll clarify that. Look, that's a bit that's puntish and it's a bit risky, but I just think there's it's really it's very vibey, you know, like just a bloke coming back. Turning it on. Fourth Still, game, 3 p.m. Saturday. Hasn't played footy in a long time. Amy Park. Like in first grade, he played um, Queensland Cup and looked very good. And I, I don't think he'll miss a beat, hey. I think if he comes into the squad, I'd be I'd be happy to buy him. Yeah. Even if I was like up in the mix trying yeah. to make a move, just because there's so much unknown with him, he'll kick, the, he'll, he'll kick goals. And yeah, but you'd, you'd need... You'd need to have him for <laughs> know that he's going to start and be pretty confident he's going to play at least sixty minutes. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, maybe they give him a bit of a spell at the back just because he might not have the legs in him at that level. But it's risky. But I feel like he's. I like it, but there's a player I like even more. We have a question here from Matthew C. Hey, lads, my head-to-head final opponent has one main guy I'm worried about not owning. Walsh got two trades left. Bring in Walsh to be safe or go towards CNK, DWZ, Manu, others instead. I think if you don't have Manu, Manu's a good play, but if I he's think the only guy you're scared I honestly of. think if you are scared of this one guy. If you think your team's no, stronger no, to than his in a lot of ways as well? It's just not the way to go. I think being defensive in, in Supercoach is, is such a it, – one, it's not fun being defensive. I think just pick who you think is going to score the most points. And if Reese Walsh is that guy, it, it's a convenient that, that – Yeah, but you've got to get the job done. Like, if it, you know, it's a fed-to-head final. You want to get it done. It's the same as like when I was like last round 2021 – I wanted to buy Brian Tuttle for emotional reasons because yeah. I just wanted to have him in my final squad finishing. thought he was going to have a binder anyway, but no one really had him. And so the, the best move for me to make was to get Payne Haas. I didn't really want to yeah. do it. It was boring. Went off. Tuttle scored heaps. So I would have been able to win by even more. I remember I suggested Burton to you as well because it was like a Penrith thing. Burton turned up as well. So I think yeah. Burton and Tyler killed it. Payne Haas went off with an injury like 10 minutes into the game, I remember it. But yeah, you, didn't, right. you didn't care because you're yeah. being defensive. Yeah. Um, so I'd say, look, yeah, no, I, I don't mind the defensive play, man. Get get the job done. I don't rate it. Uh, I think... You've worked so hard to get into this grand final. If you're worried about Reese Walsh going off and having a big one, block it. I think the thing it, is, though, it does seem capped at about 100. So if you... Yeah. The, the thing is, I think Reese Walsh against... He's playing Canberra this week. Yeah, I, I get why you're scared, but Canberra, it's a do-or-die game. I think someone like Drinkwater is a much better purchase this week against the Dolphins. And I mm. think Drinkwater is the number one target to get in this week. When does Walshie play? So how early in the round? He plays to... pretty late. I, I think definitely see how yeah. you're tracking. If, yeah, if you think that you've got him beat and the only thing you need to really do is just to Block Walsh, like you look like you've got him covered, then I just definitely do it. Um, if it looks like you're behind, then I'd probably not. Yeah, get Walsh, but you, you might he might be forced to make his decision early because his sell, well, his sell's probably going to be Teddy or Latrell. I'm guessing. Uh he did say he just said he's got two trades. Yeah, or does he get C and yeah, You can kind of play that one by. Uh, eyes up, super coach. I'd yeah, I wouldn't make this decision early. Just see how you're tracking, and 
yeah, you just see how you're going. I think Drinkwater's a play. I think just pick whoever you think is going to score more. And if that's Walsh, then absolutely go for it. Cool. Timmy. Timmy, Timmy, Timmy. So I asked you last week, what decisions have you made throughout the year that you think have defined your season? You've had a bit to think about it. Yeah. I haven't really spent the week or thinking about it, but you sort of sprung it on me this morning and then I sort of had to go to my job and then my job involved me doing four-hour drive to Foster and then four-hour drive back, so I slept most of that. Oh, I how didn't much, drive... How, how much work did you do? Uh, not much. I just sat in the car. Literally like an hour or two We work? just, yeah, changed one ride. Oh, right. Yeah, no biggie. Um, one back, ride. Back to Supercoach. Um, so, yeah, um, I haven't really put a lot of thought in, but I have, I'm more aware. It sat with me. So, like, I did touch on it last week. Money is one thing. Like, I went through and looked at some of my trades for the year. None of them really look like players that I've tried to purchase from money. They all look like I want that player because I want that player because I think they're going to score more points and they're a few sideways ones and based on draws and whatever. So pro- not prioritising money really restricted me in the back end, meaning that I could only always have to use two trades to get one player and, you know, downgrade to a crappy guy that I ended up having to play and stuff like that just because over the buy period you do that thing you just end up playing the guys you got whereas if I had more money I would have been able to buy a decent player that was scoring more consistently but when you go back to it like just a lot of the 50-50s there was um to start with there was um Cardi and Dury I went Dury Mm. instead of Cardi Cardi killed it got a lot of points made a lot of money Dury didn't really do much. Um, heaps of those 50-50 ones. Buller was one I touched on before. Didn't go him. Went Junior Tupu, um, which I just really liked the look of. And it just – I mean, I think, I think he could have a, a good future for Supercoach. He does look like a Supercoach player. Um, but I think the Tigers would need to be playing better footy and getting more attacking points as a team for him to be able to benefit from that. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, m- missing out on Buller hurt. Um, but the main thing is just over the buy period where I thought I would actually start going up the ranks, even though I buy planned, sort of started going down the ranks because I just really tried to pot up too much. I got really cute. I thought with this season, it just seemed like there were so many options. You could pick anyone. You could literally pick any player and they were a super coach player now. You know what I mean? Like, So I was like, oh, I'll go him then. Then I'll go him then. Why go that if everyone's going that? And I just... Yeah, it was not the play. I think more often than not, go the guy that you think is going to just be the best guy, even if it's boring and everyone else is doing it. Just do it and you'll find ways to be different later in the season. So, yeah, too much of a wacky side. Um, And probably a little bit of a mix of confusing head-to-head and overall and not pulling the triggers at the right time with trades and trying to hold back and then using too many and... Yeah, I just didn't – poor season, just across the board. It's such a weird one, like – oh, Jesus, Salmon just went flying. Uh, it's such a weird one because, like, you, you don't want to be boring and go with the pack every single week, but sometimes you just have to do it. You have to swallow your pride and do it. One that you brought up that I think I have to touch on, sorry to cut you off, is Will Kennedy. That was a really crucial play in the year, going him over Gutho. Uh, so that was like a round. I put, put in my phone. I was going to try to do the maths, but I'm not saying I got around to, but someone who's playing at home might be able to put it in the chat if they want to. Um, so 
Kennedy from round 15 to round 21, his total points versus Gutho from round 15 to round 21, I think I probably cost myself potentially 300 I'm sure points. You, I'm sure you can talk a little bit while I research it. Oh, it'll be hard to add that up and then... No, I'm that. pretty good at maths. There you go. I'm pretty good so, at maths. So, yeah, that was a crucial one. I... Gutho's done it for me before. I think I didn't trust in a lot of the guys that had done it for me before too. I was kind of like, I just wanted to do something different. I think just to say, yeah, trying to be different for the sake of being different, not the way to go. All right, so he scored 227, 227 points between round 15 and 20. I'm pretty sure you sold him just before the Manly matchup where he scored 111. Yeah. So he scored 220 points in five games. That's an average of, I think, like 40, 45. Yeah, it seems like about right, yeah. So, yeah, there you go, 45. No, but what a Gutho score. That's the next point. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting oh, Gutho score. Okay, yeah. I haven't got Gutho score. So up, that was, like, I'll, so many 50-50s I got wrong. I thought, oh, it's all right. I'll get the next one right. I'll get the next one right. And just, like, even like just Tino at the start of the year, going Tino instead of Hass, that cost me, I feel like, 20 points every week, to be fair, at that time. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is it? Uh, so he scored 450 between rounds 15 to 20. Four, and then he scored 115 in round 21. So 450 versus 220. So it's two, yeah, 200 so there. That's, that's a lot of points in the scheme of things. And as a captain option as well. Like, Will Kennedy was not a captain option. Mm. And Gutho, these weeks, he was probably the most popular captain option for at least two or three of them weeks. Yeah, so another thing too, I think, which I'm going to be really strict on next year, is I just, you know those guys that just get stuck in your side, like a Pele? Like, I had too many of them, like Sony, Luke, Pele. So that's, there'd always be like one centre as well, like a Howarth. I've had him most of the year as well. So <laughs> and then three you sold blokes him out and wanted to get him back in. Back. The next... like just, oh, you got him back? Yeah, I've got him, yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh, I needed to, you know. I was trying to strengthen. You, you were my trying. You're trying to strengthen your side, and then you got to. Yeah, back. and then I realised I need to actually weaken my side again. To yeah. So you spent two trades on Jack Howarth. Yeah. Fuck. Hopefully, he gets a gig soon. I'm a bit embarrassed. Don't have to rub that one in. But yeah, so like a lot of those three guys that just not making money, and plus all the other guys that I'm actually buying are not any of them really. Yeah. Like guys that I'm buying thinking, oh, this guy's going to make me some money. Yep. And I think the reason I fell for, like, I fall into that trap is 2021, there was some points galore year. So it's if you were getting guys that were scoring points, they were making money too. So I didn't need to be necessarily looking yeah. through the thing going, who's got the low BE this week? I, I fell I, into that trap this season as well. And then towards ending the season, I got players like Richie Kenner, Ty- Tyra and Mumro just to make sure my cash flow was still going. And I, I think I called yeah. myself back because I was looking at my side late in the buy rounds and I'm like, on a normal week, like my side does not match up against anyone else's side just because I've got all these buy players who are like not that much money. And then it kind of worked out in the end because the players I did have made their money back. Um, it just seemed everyone I bought, like I bought Tedesco a few times. I bought I bought Gutho once. I bought I bought Dylan Edwards and like I bought him pretty expensive and he went down again. Uh, yeah, well, I bought I bought Will Kennedy for like seven not ninety. He was more yeah. he was more than Gutho at the time. Yeah, far out. That's that that's mm. season defining that one. Uh, but we we are talking about the fullbacks there. 
Teddy and Latrella down. Teddy is the fifth most traded in player at this point. Teddy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why, but we need to find replacements for these guys. Um, and I want you to rank these guys. Dallin Watini Zelezniak against the Dragons, who he scored four tries against earlier in the season. Yep. Reese Walsh against Canberra Raiders, who leaking points to fullbacks, uh, not last week because the Bulldogs can't hurt a fly in defense. Uh, Scott Drinkwater versus Dolphins, who the Dolphins are averaging way more than any other team, two fullbacks, uh, who they played last week. They played the Tigers. That's not a very good matchup anyway. Uh, Joey Manu against the Tigers playing fullback. Oh, those are good. Some good ones, eh? Chance playing fullback against St. George. Dylan Edwards against Parramatta. And there's also there's a few other different options in Greg Marju in center wing. And I think the one that really like the ones that stand out to me, there's three that really stand out. Um Dallin. Um, Drinky and that, 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 uh, what was the other one? I'm not too sure what the other one was. So Manu, Walsh? Manu, yes, Walsh? Manu, 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 not so much Walsh. Walsh is probably put fourth, yeah, I agree. Like, great, like exciting, pizzazz, he looks fantastic, but just does so much work to get that hundred. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, Manu can get. That I think just playing in a full back, oh, yeah. In, yeah, and just doing a couple of you, uh, he'll, he'll he'll have a couple of tries, man. He loves it, you know what I mean. Goes a dummy half, and I dislike the fact that they've got to keep winning, and he has to, he's the man now, you know. So with Teddy out, he's, he'll step up and he'll do do his stuff. I like him. I think I like Dallin next, just because just on the back of what the Warriors are doing. I th- He's scoring so many tries, just and they look so. You just, you go, all right, this is the play. It's going out to him now, and it just happens, and he just finishes it off so nicely every time. So, I like him over Chance as well, just because of ceiling. You know, yeah, um, and Drinky, I love Drinky. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a like those three. Oh, if I had to pick one, Hads Hads really wanted someone big this last week. He got Dallin, thankfully. Mm. But I said use your last two trades to get Drinky because I absolutely love him this week. Head-to-head finals, I think he has got the best matchup and he can be the difference for you in your head-to-head. Yeah, I'd be tossing up between Manu and Drinky, I reckon, before Dallin. I can't really split them, eh? I, I'd probably go... Oh, Drinky just because he, he can pass the ball and set up the try assist a bit more yep. and also go himself. Yeah. Whereas Manu's got to do the go himself, tackle bus. Yeah, I'll probably go Drinky, hey. I love Drinky. Is he, I, is he super expensive still? It's uh, 874. It's reasonable. Th- if you've th- got th- if you've got two trades, it's enough. So I rank them Drinky, Manu, and then... Probably chance than Dallin. Dallin just had his big week, so I wouldn't be expecting. I mean, I think he can go massive again. I think they'll just keep going out to him. Yeah, it's the Wilds love when he's the fans love when he scores and he's playing at Go Media Stadium. I think there's also the potential of restings next week if the Warriors do lock in a top four position. 
there's a chance. Yeah, pl- whereas Manu play- and Drinky, they well, they're playing in Queensland next week. So I don't know if they're going to send the New Zealand stars to Queensland to then come back and then travel for a Sydney finals game. Yeah, so, so if you're worried about that for overall, then you'd probably leave If you Manu. are worried at all about overall, then I wouldn't Drinky. be going the Warriors. I'd be going the Cowboys. But if you don't give a shit, you just need to win this week. Still drinky. <laughs> Still drinky. All right, I've got a blind rankings for you. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. All right, so blind rankings, Timmy. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. James Tedesco. Yep. Okay. Five players. James, five? Five players. So rank them from one to five. James Tedesco is first. Two. There you go. Uh, Tom Trebojevic. Three. Ryan Pappenhausen. Four. Latrell Mitchell. One. Kalen Ponga. Five. Not completely happy with how that <laughs> all landed out. So you've gone Latrell Mitchell, James Tedesco, Tom Trebojevic, Ryan Pappenhausen, and Kalen Ponga. Yeah. What's your true ranking for that one? If I had to swap that around, it's so hard because, like, there are different points of their careers as well. Like, they're all playing currently. Yeah. But, it, like, if you asked me 12 months ago, I'd definitely just go Teddy up the top. And I just feel like I've been brainwashed by the, the media who's telling me that he's not as good as he used to be, but who's ever as good as they used to be. I don't think the, um, Ro- I don't think the Roosters are good, as good as they used to be. So, yeah, I'd probably go Teddy, Teddy, Luttrell. Kalen, um, who was the other? I've got Pappy and Tommy. Tommy, Pappy. yeah, Tommy then Pappy. I'd probably, I'd probably agree with you, just because Teddy, the resume's there, um, and then Latrell, he's won one comps and he just plays on the big stage. He's, an, he's elite. He's three he's. Ponga. I think easily Tommy could be three because of his. Talent and everything else. Oh, well, you look at him on 2021 season, you're sticking him right up the Yeah, top. but I think Kalen just – it's got more behind him. Like he, he, like he's taken his side to finals. Yeah. He's dominated Origins. Oh, fuck. Tommy's done these things, but Kalen just – He seems like he's got more tricks too. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, it, just, it just seems like Kalen just has it a bit more – Longevity about him, whereas Tom Trebojevic. This is a bloke that you know was about to have his um, career put a line through, because, retired due to head knocks. But yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, they both. And, but but then Tommy, like he just he hasn't been able to play a full season mm. and like bring his side in. Like that 2021 year took his side to a preliminary final. I think that's a good achievement. But the um, the Knights have made the finals. A few times with Kalen Ponga, like they've been there around eighth. Yeah, I, I'm not even really basing it on like what they've achieved. I'm just basing it sort of just on them, you know, Pure, just that individual. Yeah. How I th- picture them and we, we, how like like who I'd want, yeah, even my side sort of thing, or and just who I think's better. Yeah, it's hard to base like what well, they've achieved because there's a lot of the time it's I, who's I, around you. I too. think it is hard to like if you're building a team around a fullback. I don't think. 
It's very subjective, though, if you're going to start going, not putting credentials like yeah. what they've achieved into I, it. I don't actually think I'd put Teddy at fullback. Like, everyone in their prime, I don't think Teddy would be my fullback. I think it'd be... I think Teddy was in a great system when he was in his prime. And I think someone like Ponga... Ponga is the perfect package, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, but at the moment, that's just because he's fresh and new. Yeah, I and know. People are so no, about what's current and what's so... I know that. Like, you've seen it last I week. I know that. I love the way Tommy and Pappy play, too. Mm. But I just think Kalen, like, his ball movement's just that much better than anyone else. Yeah. And I think that's the difference. He's... he's Sexy footy, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like the steps, the passes, uh, he's got it all. And I think Kicks. for a long time we haven't been able to see his best. And I think everyone's oh, – it's so hard. It's so hard. If they're all at their best right now, mm. it's probably a different conversation to all be right. honest. All right. I think you've got a – I've got a game for you, yeah. yeah you've got so a start, move, bench cut. That's right. That's right. Okay. Are you ready, Brendan? I'm ready. Are you ready, Brandon? I'm ready. Oh, because you asked me twice. I just thought I'd ask yeah, you I'll, I was just making sure I got the right. Um, okay, cool. So you've got obviously four. Uh, these are your players. Jimmy Maloney. Mm-hmm. Brayton Astor. Yep. Todd Carney. Yeah. And Luke Keary. <sighs> Start. Move. Bench, cut. That's so tough. I think I'd start Jimmy Maloney. I think Jimmy Maloney is just an absolute goat. I would bench. Oh, sorry. I'd Fits m- into any structure, doesn't he? You can put him there yeah. and he takes you, to, takes you to finals. I'd move Todd Carney to halfback. <laughs> can I do that? Yeah. So Carney and Maloney will be my halves pairing. Oh, that's a good halves pairing. Brayton Astor will come off the bench for some impacting. Luke Keary has to be cut. Um, I love what Luke Keary's done, but I think he's just a guy that flourishes in good systems where he doesn't bring the system up with him. And then Astor can play lock, so that's why he's on the bench. Yeah, nice. What would you did do? You, do you know, did you notice a theme in this at all? Premiership winning five eights. I think they are. my history's not so good on Kiri. I don't know. Todd, I don't What's know. the thing? Kiri, Roosters players. Roosters players. Yeah, that's well, it. Why yeah. Roosters? I don't know. I, I just know. picked a thing. <laughs> I like it. I like it. We got a question from Jay White. Can bring in both Drinky. And Walsh this week wouldn't mean selling t- Teddy. We reckon Roosters rest him two weeks. Could be killer keeping him if they don't play him round 27. Yeah, it's got to let him go. I think if, if you got he the can trades. trade him, just do it. Like, he's playing – even if he does come back, he plays the Rabbitohs in round 27, so. That definitely, they're definitely going to play him in round 27 if oh, they, they can clear to, him because it's getting through and it, they're playing the Bunnies. Like, if they, if they, they need the win. To if they to win it. this week, that game will be to make – to make the final, yeah. so I, I think, and we've got Adam Sargent. Last two trades of the doesn't year doesn't mean he's guaranteed to play. Yeah, it all depend on his obviously. Uh, last two trades of the year, Adam Sargent, Latrell Mitchell, and Cody Walker out. One point seven million cash. What five eight center wing fullback do I bring in? Have a duel for the center wing. Yeah, okay. I think Drinky, Drinky and Manu. Yeah, well, they're the ones we'll sort of. Drink your money. If you've already got Manu, I'd probably bring in 
Drinky and uh, who else has a pretty good matchup? Um, I yeah, yeah, I don't know. Cody Walker out, which means you don't you don't have Munster. Maybe I'd get him Munster yeah, against the Titans. Yeah, quite game last game. He likes the Titans. Yeah, yeah I'd you probably like go it? Munster too. Although he's not a pod. So does that matter? Kind of I, I think he's in for a big one this week. Timmy, what are your trades this week? <laughs> yeah, haven't had trades for a month. Um, I was meant to do cheers. that this week. Sorry. That's disrespectful to DM. It's disrespectful to them, bro. No trades this week. Yeah, nice. No trades. I, I wanted to do this whole episode in a Spider-Man outfit. You know the Spider-Man meme? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Pull, pull a hammy? Turbo Hammy. All right, trades, uh, captains. Oh, yeah, I think it stood out to me early in the round. This, I think I might go... Oh, yuck. Like VC. Oh, it doesn't matter for me because I've got nothing on the like line as much. I'm just trying to kind the ranks. So I can be a little fruity. I might go VC Cleary. And then, I like the captaincy on him as well. Yeah. And then, like, captain, one of the Warriors... But can't do Sean Johnson, obviously, because half half, Cleary. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably have to go like I'd oh, Dallin for fun. Like But then there is another game I don't mind, uh, the Storm. Also oh Manu. Yeah, actually I might go Manu. I like I'm Manu. gonna go Manu. Definitely I, gonna go Manu. Locking I think I really wanted to go Cleary straight up, but I think the um, the Panthers always kind of a lot of steps happening outside. That was really weird. I felt like there was a whisper in my ear, like I was starting to hear voices. <laughs> like, is this the moment? Is this it? <laughs> There's a lot of steps happening outside. What's going on? Um, yeah, I I think Penrith are waiting for the finals, and I think. Cleary's big game isn't coming until the first semi-final. He's going to absolutely brain it. He's just they're just waiting for this finals time. I don't know. I thought he was. Or gonna... it could be this. This could be the week where he's just like, okay, one final, like one final, like massive game before we go to the finals. You could look at it either way. A parrot dead. Like they they can't make it now. They can if they win the next. If they win against Penrith. Yeah, I don't but like they it need, as a straight C. They need to rely on other oh, results He's as well. good enough for a 90 last week when yeah. he wasn't in everything, so you want not. Whatever. I also like Cameron Munster. I know he scored 28 last week, which would haunt some people, but against the Titans, he scored 147 in this coinciding game last year. It'd be a big balls play. He definitely can score big, but I just... They love Amy Park. They love Amy Park. Yeah. He has scored a few line break tries in recent weeks, so I don't know if... And the Titans, they're showing up a little bit. They're showing up a little bit. But they can't make finals either, so... The Pappenhausen factor makes me sort of wonder how he fits all in and does yeah. that... Is it always a big distraction and I don't know. Yeah. I don't uh, like Munster this round. I just I think he'll go all right, but I don't like him as a captain. Too Guys, pickle bet on Friday night most likely. Don't... Quote me, but uh, most Friday nights they've been doing a first or second try score or promo bet. So you put $10 on max bet 
and you get paid out as a first try scorer if your try scorer scores second. And uh, we tipped everyone off for James Tedesco's first try scorer on Friday night. Oh, nice. He scored second. So if you put a bet on him to score first, you would have got paid out as a first try scorer. Make sure when you're going to Picklebet, use the code TURBO when signing up for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au or call 1-800-858-858. I think, I think that's it. Who are you captaining? Did you? I said Manu or Munster. Okay. Maybe Cleary. It just depends. Like, I'm, I'm in a few cashies and... I have to wait and see probably, eh? I don't know if I care. Like, Care like, if I win them or not? <laughs> All right, Scrooge. <laughs> I probably should care a bit, eh? Yeah. I I just feel like like Supercoach controls your mood a lot, and I'm excited for a break. Like 27 rounds is a lot, eh? It's a long, it's long, it's season a long season. Hard. NBL Supercoach just got announced, and we're talking about it on the way. I the time slots are pretty friendly, and I think I might give it a go. NBL, NBA, NBL. NBL. So it's like the Australian basketball, and I like basketball as a sport. I've never been able to get into it, so maybe this is the way. Do you have a team for what? Like, do you have a team? NBA, get it? Yeah, like maybe we could get a team that we like. We could support a team and like get heaps into it. I'd love to get into the NBA. I think go to games and stuff and get get chance going. NBA. Or NBL. I get them confused, man. I get like NBL I, is Australia. Yeah, NBA I, yeah. I know is, what I mean, but what I'm saying is a different thing. You know what I mean? You just have to keep up with my pace. I think it's a bit Magoo. <laughs> it's a bit Magoo having an NBL side. Like, oh yeah, go the Melbourne Victory. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't even know the sides, eh? I Sydney it. Kings. Yeah. Sydney Kings. Oh, could you imagine that? Oh. What are you doing on the weekend, Ho? I'm going to watch the Sydney Kings. <laughs> Fucking how magoo is that? There's nothing wrong with going to do that. Mm. I feel like people give free tickets away to them sort of games. Yeah. I just want I want this super coach to get me into NBA. Like, I, I want to use this as a stepping stone because, like, they play on, like, Tuesday mornings. Like, I kind of want to play, but I also want the break. So I'm torn yeah, whether same, I want to – Yeah, I don't know what I want to do. And then BBL comes. I'd probably play that. When does BBL start? I'm not BBL guy. It starts in December. So yeah, it's not much of a break. Could, they could overlap, actually. They'd have to. They Yeah, they nearly would. Fuck, imagine that. That's pretty tough. Tactic. You have uh, to get a personal assistant. For Supercoach? Yeah. Yeah, maybe some, some staff. I couldn't even. I couldn't even run two sides to be honest. Like, yeah, it's hectic. Like I had to start it. <laughs> I started started a team for my wife so I could run some cashies with it, and I made a trade in like the first week. You forgot about it. Still got like forty <laughs> trades. Maybe I should <laughs> tra- tra- transfer them over. Just sort of tap your phones hard enough together <laughs> and hopefully Actually, they bounce over. I think I ran out of boosts, though, in that one, but still got, like, 20 trades or something. Fuck, that'd be all right, wouldn't it? Um, what else have we got? So, obviously, next week is the last Supercoach week to talk about. The overall lead is heating up. Oh, uh, the top three are, like, within 100 each other, and the top six are, like, within 200. Mm. And number one is Back to Wolfpack by Sam. It was Mac McClung last week. Um, so, that's heating up. 
I think raging pole just lurking in third. Raging pole, you know? lay. raging pole, pole, lay. Lay, that's pole right. Lay. That's, yeah. I, I think he's a chance. I think he's definitely a chance. He's, he's exactly where he wants to be. He's just and sort even, of... Even, I think Solomon Smith, he's a listener of the show. His wife... Wife. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I, I think it actually is his wife because yeah, he messaged yeah. me earlier in the season when... It's like, good. Plenty of people get their families like, involved like, into it and stuff. I tried to get my family involved in it. They didn't want to play after yeah. a couple of rounds because they don't watch the footy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, And anyway, he messaged me earlier in the season because his uh, wife... Tessa is the coach of Blue Redos. Oh, yeah. And I think they're in the top 10. They're, they're a sniff. So good Solomon, luck, everyone. Solomon, good luck. And good luck to everyone in the top 10 because... Um, can I just toot my Rapana horn? Oh. I, I have Rapana. I had Rapana on my side, everyone. Mm-hmm. What did you say that at the start? <laughs> toot. I forgot about it. Oh, you forgot about yeah, it? Yeah, I forgot about it. Rapana, yeah. eh? And you got uh, Liam Howie onto it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he won all his head-to-heads because of it. Yeah, Liam Howie, um, number one fan of the show, I think, as of this year. He's taken over Snowflakes. Liam Howie. Mm. Maybe he is Snowflakes. No, he couldn't one quick be. Snowflakes before, has got too much sass. One quick question before we leave. Are we stacking the center wings or fullbacks or reckon split our buyers into fullback and front row, Haas or AFB? That was too long of a question for me to comprehend. Can you um, answer that one? I just think... Jay White, I think this time of year, the backs are the bigger upside. Oh, yeah. Um, I do like AFB this week. I have a feeling he... We didn't score last week. He's very due. <laughs> yeah, he's due. He didn't score last week. He's only scored eight tries this year. Yeah, but they've all been since you picked him up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's what, probably why it feels like more, eh? Yeah. All right. Um, and one thing else before we go, off-season. So I talked about next week... Hopefully we can get all the lads in. Yeah, that'd be good. Next week or the week after. Oh, it's probably not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. Hads, Hads is out. Hads is out for the year. Big commitments. He, big commitments. His child is probably probably coming soon. Very. I soon. hope he calls it Tim. You reckon he's going to? call I think it Tim? I've got a good feeling about it. Yeah. Tim Hadley. Mm. Tim Hadley. It's got a ring to it, doesn't it? It does. It does. I like Tim Hadley. Is it a boy or a girl? I don't know. I'm not going to assume it's gender anyway. (laughs) I think it's a girl, so I don't think you're in luck there. But, um, yeah, he's out for the season. So hopefully we can get the lads here next week or the week after for our award show. But in the off-season, I've already planned some special guests. We're just going to be doing um, a bit of stuff here and there, bit of BBL, bit of, you know, interviews, might lurk around the um, podcast when, just after Nico's done his and see if we can drag him on, hey? Yeah, so we're actually um, one of our first ones. They can't do Tuesdays because they do their podcasts on Tuesdays. So they, we're going to come in on Wednesday and Nico records on Wednesday. sniff the chair after he gets up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. So hopefully um, if Nico is here, we'll, we'll try and get him on. Mm. See if he wants to run it straight. He looks very tackleable, doesn't he? Mm. I'd smash Nico. Jack, can you get smashed? <laughs> I wouldn't want to. He's kind of like, kind of like a dog. Like if you, no, asked, I wouldn't smash Nico. If you asked to punch a dog or a baby in the face, would you do it? No, like for a what? lot of money. No, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> no. All right, all right. Cheers, guys, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>